Mama. How are you? I am feeling good today. Well rested. Sitting here with my cat. <laughs> um, today I wanted to talk about what exactly mindfulness is. What is mindfulness? I feel like the word is tossed around in a very trendy way right now. Um, and maybe you don't know exactly what it is because when I first learned about mindfulness and being mindful, I really truly didn't know what it was or how to achieve it. Um, you know, back when I was in a lot of different therapies, um, and different programs and such, um, mindfulness was one of the things that they really focused on and they kept telling me, Oh, be mindful, practice your mindfulness. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. Tell me what, what is it? What am I supposed to be doing? Like, I don't understand. Um, so my doctor said to me, you know, when you take a shower tonight, I want you to smell your soap, smell your shampoo, watch the water beads roll down the wall of the shower. Where's the water hitting your body? How does it feel? Is it warm? Is it hot? Um, and so I, I did that. And that was just a small glimpse into what being mindful could mean. So according to Google, mindfulness is defined as the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. A mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. That sounds really, really great, right? Um, but how do we do it all day, every day? Or maybe you're not doing it all day. Maybe it's just a portion of your day. Maybe it's for five minutes of your day. So how do we tap into that? What is it that we can do? So... When I was in my therapies and, and different things, and before I had my son, this is something that I really, really focused on, um, was my mindfulness, the different techniques, um, acceptance, um, focusing on the present moment. And some people may define me as really slow. <laughs> if you know me personally, um, I went through a very slow period of my life, I feel, where, you know, I don't know. So when, you know, Alex and I first started dating and I met his sister, um, you know, we developed a really great relationship from the beginning and she would just, you know, bust on me telling me how slow I am. Oh, Alyssa, you're just, you're so slow. Come on, hurry up. Come on. And I'm like, Chris, you know, I'm just being mindful. <laughs> And, um, so after I had my son, you know, one of the things that she said to me was, well, you know, forget your mindfulness stuff. You're, you know, you're going to have to learn how to multitask now. And I've always been a terrible multitasker, terrible, terrible, terrible. Like if I am reading or watching something and you're trying to talk to me, like it is, I, I I'm not, I'm, I'm not comprehending. I, I, I can't. 
I don't like doing more than one thing at a time. Um, I, I've always been this way. And then when I like really practiced my mindfulness, like it got even worse. And now I have this baby and I need to learn to multitask. Um, and I feel like that's the start, like the start of moms not being mindful and, you know, and you kind of, you have to multitask, you know, if you have a newborn or if you have young children or any children or however old they are, you know, like, and, you know, like I've said previously, I think in another episode, like we live in such a fast paced environment, you know, it's boom, 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 do, 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 go, go, go. Um, you know, and like my sister-in-law, you know, like poked fun at me for being slow, you know, like being slow or taking your time is not, um, is not the greatest thing in society, I guess. And, and, and this is just my thoughts and, and how I feel personally, you know, none of this is, you know, except for my Google definition here, none of this is, um, you know, anything like accredited or anything. These are just my thoughts and my perspective and how I've navigated my life. Um, so yeah, so I, I just feel like, you know, mindfulness is not something that, you know, everybody in society practices. Um, you know, if you, if you go on and, you know, you're applying to different jobs and stuff, a lot of them are like, you know, work in a fast paced, hard environment, do this quickly, do that, you know, able to manage more than one thing at a time, you know, and yeah. And, and then throw kids in the mix and, you know, ugh, where did your mindfulness go? It's, it's nowhere. Where, where can you even start with it? You know, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about. Um, so yeah, I had my son and I quickly, very quickly learned how to multitask, you know, holding him in one arm, cooking with the other or, you know, doing anything. Um, and it was really difficult for me. It was really, really difficult. And it was really difficult for me to accept that, like, you know, how I was trying to start living my life was being completely turned around, um, by multitasking now and multitasking gets a lot of praise in society like wow look at you multitasking you know good job you know um and in ways and in some aspects of life it's really phenomenal and it's a great skill to have um but you know when you're really trying to um I don't know I guess practice your self-care, you know, um, being mindful really can, can be helpful. Um, and, and some of the things that I do now to be mindful, you know, my son's too. So I've had some time to settle into motherhood and I feel like I'm finally getting a grip on, um, getting myself back and, you know, all the things that I used to do and, you know, there'll be other episodes and, and stuff talking to, like, talking to you about those things, but um, as far as my mindfulness today, you know, I, I still am very mindful in the shower. Um, I really picking out, really enjoy picking out different scents of so soaps. Um, you know, that means a lot to me. I'm not just going to buy anything. I'm going to buy something that, um, you know, evokes a certain feeling or emotion. I like really like earthy and like musky smells, um, coconut, lavender, 
um so I'll always go for those scents like in the shower same thing with my um like shampoo and conditioner um you know I still watch the water I am really focused on how it feels on my body um I've had a lot of low back pain since having my son so I'm always very conscious and aware of how my low back is feeling and you know we'll do some stretches in the shower and um you know, and really focus on that. So that's like the one part that I never really lost sight of, like with my mindfulness, um, since having him. Um, but in other areas, you know, like focusing on the present moment, like what is happening today? Like, don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. Like what is happening right now in this moment? Um, and I think one of the biggest culprits of me not focusing in the moment is letting my mind wander. Um, and if you're anybody that, you know, (laughs) suffers from anxiety or, you know, anything like that, you know, that your mind can wander and, you know, you're just, your mind's constantly racing or at least mine is. Um, so really just focusing on like, what is happening here and now? Like, what, what am I doing? You know, I am playing a game with my son. You know, we're playing with these little action figures, you know, we're making them talk, you know, we're putting them on a swing. That is what I'm doing right now you know, or if I'm cooking dinner, this is what I'm doing right now. I am cooking dinner. I'm not thinking or doing anything else, but cooking dinner, um, eating mindfully, you know, like really tasting your food. You know, I don't know that old saying about like how you have to chew your food so many times before you swallow it. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that, but like, no, like seriously, like really chew and enjoy your food. And I was always a really slow eater really slow so slow that I remember my mom telling me when I was little that like daycare or you know kindergarten whatever would get frustrated with me because I took so long to eat right and they had to like move on (laughs) with the class and I was still eating um and definitely 100% absolutely since becoming a mother I have learned to scarf my food down and swallow my coffee in one gulp like it is unreal and honestly still to this day like 90% of the time I'm done my dinner before my fiance at night (laughs) and he's a grown man and uh yeah my dinner's gone (laughs) like so that's something that I I know I need to work on more I'm just starving and really got into the habit of eating my food very fast or you know, when you eat one of those quick sneaky snacks that you don't want your toddler to see because then your toddler's going to want some and then, you know, you're not going to have any left for yourself kind of thing. So I'm like in the kitchen hiding behind the wall, like shoving a granola bar down my throat <laughs> so he doesn't see me. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. But um, yeah, so being mindful when you eat, you know, taking your time um, is one thing that you can practice. Um, meditations definitely help with mindfulness. Um, and a part of meditation, you know, is, um, you know, not letting your thoughts wander, thinking about if it's a guided meditation, you know, or just sitting in silence. Um, that's really tough. Um, and I'm not going to get a whole lot into meditations right now and, you know, how they should make you feel or how you should do them or how they make me feel. Um, that could be in another episode, but, doing um, meditations, either guided ones or silent meditations, um, are a really good way to practice mindfulness. Um, but for me personally, it's it's not easy. Um, and 
it's something that I'm still working on, even though I've been practicing meditating for a very, very long time, right? Um, Another way that I try to practice mindfulness is putting my phone away. So I got into a really terrible habit when my son was born and that was always being on my phone and I was laid off because of the pandemic so I mean I did get the privilege of being home with him um, but my fiance was still working so I had many 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 months of being a stay-at-home mom if you will (laughs) like um and especially when I would nurse him um I would be on my phone and scrolling social media or looking up things or just whatever you know you do on your phone you know in reality I was not practicing mindfulness like I'm, I'm feeding my baby like let's put our phone away and you know it wasn't all the time but it was often enough and I can admit that and I'm not proud to admit it but you know it is what it is um or just being on my phone while you know, I should be doing something else, right? Like if I'm talking to somebody or, you know, we're watching a family movie together, um, you know, just always having my phone out and around. Um, that's, that's a whole nother story for another time and phones and social media and stuff, you know, but, uh, yeah. So when I am playing with my son, I will, like, I don't know, I'll, I'll come up with like, okay, like this is the activity we're going to do, or he's going to pick an activity and I'll put my phone up on the counter and I'll just play with him. This is what we're doing. We're just playing. Um, or if, you know, we're eating dinner, you know, put your phone away, put it on silent. And I think with the new update with the iPhone now, there's like all these different focuses mode, focusing modes you can turn on, you know, like for personal, for work, for driving, for anything. Um, so I've been trying to utilize that feature on the phone a little bit more. Um, I know for sure at night my phone goes on focus mode, like I think at like nine or nine thirty. So if I get a message or anything, like I'm not going to see it unless like I physically pick up my phone and like turn it on and turn the focus off. Um, so that definitely helps at night with winding down. Um, I really like using, um, nature to be mindful. There's not a lot of nature around here. You know, if, you know, I'm residing in New Jersey, I mean, there is and there isn't. It's like, you know, I look out my window and I see a street. (laughs) Cool. You know, like I see some trees and I see some grass, but I see a street, you know, and my like dream is to live somewhere like on a lot of land or, you know, a lot of nature. Um, so I will physically take my son out and go on nature walks. I call them like nature hikes with him, you know, and I, I mean, I still take my phone out and I like to take pictures of him because, you know, I like taking a lot of pictures of him, especially when like we're outside and now he's walking so independently and able to like, you know, walk around and explore all these different things. So I do like to capture that, but I really try to be mindful, right? And when I'm with him, I'll say, you know, hey, like, do you hear that? Like, what do you hear? You know, I hear rustling in the leaves. Let's, let's go check it out. Um, you know, or, oh, do you hear that airplane? You know, so just really tapping into, you know, what you see and what you hear and how you feel. 
Actually, I um I took him out yesterday on a nature walk and um it was really really cold it was really really cold but you know I bundled us up and I always bring his stroller because he likes to walk independently but he'll get tired and then he wants me to carry him and I don't know he's like 25 26 pounds now and it's a it's a long it's a long walk I mean I think it's like a mile or two miles around this like nature walk that we go on um, so I always bring the stroller just in case he gets tired and doesn't want to walk anymore. So I get there and we're all bundled up. And like one, one thing on my body, like if my hands and my feet are cold, like, um, forget it. Like, I, I don't even want to be outside. And if we go on a walk, like just outside, like in our neighborhood, I'll wear fingerless gloves. Um, cause I can just shove my hands in my pockets like they stay warm and if I need my hands or he needs to hold my hand or something you know I think working in fingerless gloves is easier than fully gloved hands if that makes any sense like I wear fingerless gloves like when I drive like going in and out of work like all the time like I love fingerless gloves um and I don't love full gloves but I love full gloves to keep my hands warm I don't know so anyway we get there and I take the stroller out and I look at my hands. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I didn't bring my full gloves to cover all my fingers. And so I've got these fingerless gloves on and I'm wearing like under armor, under my jacket. So like, it's not a material that, you know, I, I don't know, like it's hard to pull down over your hands, you know, if you would like a big chunky sweater. And so I get him out and my son will not wear gloves at all. Like I've tried several different pairs of gloves and mittens and he, I, I've tried fingerless gloves with him too. <laughs> like maybe that would help him because that's my issue like I like feeling my fingers you know like when I'm picking up stuff or doing whatever none of them so that that's him Uh, I'm different and he he does run really warm I don't know maybe kids just run warmer because they're always running around so I put him in the stroller and I'm like all right let me let me just get him into the trail, like get him in there. Like, let me walk with him, like at a fast pace, just start warming up my body. And we're walking and my hands, I mean like hypothermia. Like I am, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is, I got to turn around. I got to go home. Like this was stupid. Why, why am I doing this? And I was so frustrated at myself. And I was like, Alyssa, like, just, just breathe. Like, what are you feeling? Your fingers are cold. I said, okay, like what else is cold on your body? So I'm scanning my body and I'm like, okay, my fingers are cold and my face is cold the two exposed parts of my body I'm like okay that makes sense but the rest of your body it's warm so I was tapping into like okay what does my torso feel like what do my feet feel like I'm like wow I actually feel really warm right now as I'm like you know speed walking on this trail with him and then I thought about being at home and I've been really cold at home like yeah we have our heat on but you know, and I'm, I'm bundled up, but I'm still cold. Like I'm freezing at home and I'm like, I'm walking around the house. I'm like, oh, I'm freezing. It's so cold in here, you know? And I thought to myself for a minute, I was like, wow, I actually feel warmer right now than I do at home. I'm warmer right now in this 23, 26 degree weather than I am in my 70 degree house. And that was me feeling my body and being mindful. And then when I started focusing on the rest of my body being warm, you know, I'm quickly walking to build that body heat. My fingers weren't so cold anymore. It was doable. It was bearable. And we 
continued our nature walk and he got out of the stroller and walked around and then I was able to push the stroller with one hand and shove another hand in my pocket and I just kept alternating to keep my hands warm and that was it you know and in that moment too you know I thought like being cold like this is it's temporary your finger fingers being cold it's temporary you know, in 20 minutes, you're going to make it back to your car and you're going to turn the heat on and then you're going to be sweating. Um, and that was true, you know? Um, so really just feeling your body. How do you feel? You know, when you get out of bed in the morning, how do you feel? How does your body feel? Does anything hurt? Do you feel well rested? Um... What is it? Like, how, how are you feeling? Do you know? Do you know? If you don't know, try tomorrow morning when you wake up and feel. I know sometimes if I, you know, on those days that, you know, Alex is home, on the weekends, he'll let me quote unquote sleep in. It's really me just like laying in bed and, you know, just trying to sleep. <laughs> but when I get up, if I'm in bed longer than so many hours I wake up and I'm actually in like a lot of pain so I don't like exceeding so many hours in my bed um because I do wake up in a lot of pain and I know that because I've been feeling my body you know when I wake up in the morning um and I mentioned that I have like this chronic like low back pain um and what I've been doing to deal with that back pain and and I did go to pelvic floor physical therapy and all that and that's for Another time, but, um, you know, when does my back hurt more than others? What did I do in a day? What aggravated my back? What made my back feel better? Um, yeah, so <clears throat> that's, that's a little bit about mindfulness. I hope that, you know, it made sense to you, um, you know, and, and things that, you know, I share like my personal experience and how I take mindfulness. Um, I could really get into being mindful, you know, when my toddler is having a temper tantrum. I think that's a really, really big one. Um, and it happens often. Sure does. And it's, you know, when they first started happening with him, I was getting very frustrated and I was like raising my voice. I'm like, what is wrong? Like, what do you want? Like, you know, oh my God, it doesn't matter. This is a yellow cup and you wanted the blue, you know, like getting really frustrated and, um, you know, which is normal and it happens and, you know, but I've really been working on not getting so worked up in the moment. And really breathing and really taking a deep breath and I'm doing it often now that my son will take a deep breath with me and we calm down together you know like <sighs> okay you know what is it that's bothering you what do you want um and he tells me or he doesn't, where I know what he wants, you know, just based off of his 
body language and, you know, you know, maybe he's too upset to verbalize, you know, what he wants. And if it's something that, you know, he can't have access to, I do my best to explain that to him. Um, today he wanted mac and cheese for lunch, which is a staple in our home. And I have a gate locking him out of the kitchen. And he wanted to come into the kitchen. And typically, I do not let him in the kitchen, especially when I'm cooking, because I don't want him touching the knobs to the stove. And, you know, he opens all the cabinets. Yes, some of them are baby-proofed, but I did have some family that didn't know how to work them, so broke them clean off. Um, it happens. I've broken some off as well because mm, they're they're annoying. <laughs> So we have a gate at our kitchen and that works for us because it just stays out of the whole entire kitchen, the laundry, the cat box, all the things. And my son wanted in the kitchen in the worst possible way today and he's throwing this huge temper tantrum outside of the gate. And I'm like trying to ignore him and it's it's not working and he is just escalating very quickly. So I looked at him and I said, I said, you know, Felix, I said, you know, let's, let's calm down for a minute, okay? Like take a deep breath. I took a deep breath with him. I said, what, what do you want? You know, he says, I want to come in the kitchen or, you know, his roundabout way of saying that. And I'm like, okay, so if you come in the kitchen here, here are the rules. You can touch the magnets on the refrigerator, you know, your ABC magnets and your shapes, but you may not touch anything else. If you touch anything else, you're going to have to go back to the living room behind the gate. And he said, okay, mommy. And I said, okay come on in and he came in and he played with the magnets on the fridge while I made his mac and cheese and I picked him up so we could see he could see the bubbles you know the pot boiling and you know explained to him that he can't touch it and you know I put him back down and he was fine and I was fine and we ate mac and cheese together (laughs) but those moments can be really hard really really hard But I think what's really important in those moments, you know, would be to tap into, like, how are you feeling? You know, like, you get that surge of emotions and anger or frustration or maybe the screaming is just too loud for you that day. You know, how is your child feeling? They're feeling frustrated. They want something that they can't have access to. Or they have a silly request that makes no sense to you. And coming somewhere in the middle. But doing that while being mindful. And it's really hard to do. And I am not perfect. And I have days that I yell and I have days that I scream. And I am not proud of those days. And I usually walk away feeling really crappy. I would say the only time I feel very validating and yelling or screaming would be if he is in danger of something. Like if something was dangerous. Um, or if he's hurting me or like the cat. <laughs> Like he has, he's not very violent, but you know, kids hit and stuff. And I, I don't, I don't go for him, like hitting the cat or pulling her tail or hitting me, you know? Um, but again, 
working through it and and realizing in the moment like why why did you yell why did you raise your voice what was the reason um and when I do that um I make sure to always explain to him why mommy raised or yelled raised her voice or yelled you know and explain to him that it's you know it's hurtful and we don't want to hurt people you know, and it's okay to play and it's okay to have fun, but sometimes, you know, it can be hurtful. Um, and I like to think it's working, <laughs> right? I know that it makes me feel better as an individual and as a mom, um, you know, when I'm able to take those situations more mindfully. Um, but sometimes in the moment, like just because you do lose control, you know, and you may raise your voice and yell, there's, there's redemption or at least for me, I feel like there's redemption because I can then go back and explain why I did what I did to him. And then we give each other a hug and... I usually take the object away that he was using to hit me with, you know, or the cat or something. Like yesterday, it was a wooden knife, a wooden knife that came with his uh, fruit, wooden fruit smoothie set. And you're supposed to use the knife to, you know, like cut the Velcro fruits apart. And we're just not using it appropriately right now. We're using it to hit. (laughs) And, um... You know, and I, you know, when we use it appropriately, you know, when he's with me and, you know, so maybe that'll just be a toy now that I only take out when I am, you know, like actively playing with him, you know, and showing him, okay, this is the appropriate way to use this wooden knife. This is what it is used for. You use it to cut, you know, your fruits for your fruit smoothie and not letting him have free range with it. Um, so Yeah. So that's just a little insight on to what is mindfulness um, and how you can practice it and how I try to practice it in my daily life. Um, And if you enjoyed this episode or if you listened to any others and enjoyed them, please rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast and share. (laughs) Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, a great afternoon, or a great evening. (laughs) With love, Alyssa.